SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to Living Fearlessly. I'm your host, Carol Helmick. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, he says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And he again, in Mark 16, 17, it said, he says, and this is Jesus speaking, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. And in 20, it says, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the words with signs following. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This week, we're going to talk about forgiveness or forgiving. You know, a lot of times we have, well, all the time we have an opportunity to get offended or for somebody to do us wrong. And then we have choices that we, we have a choice. We can either... Get mad at them and stay angry and stay bitter. Or we can we can be angry, but we can choose to walk in love. We can choose to pray for them. We can choose to forgive them. Because even in the Bible, it says, in your anger, sin not. So there's we're, it's okay to get angry, just not sinning in that anger. And so I've got a testimony I want to share with you and an example. But I want to read scriptures first. And also, I have a definition that the Holy Spirit gave me years ago when I was dealing with um, something in my life that was pretty, pretty, it was really, really rough. Um, and he helped me to forgive. He actually gave me a definition about forgiving. So let's turn, grab your Bibles. And let's turn to Matthew 5, 43. And we're going to read that. And it says here, I've got it pulled up in my e-sword. It says, ye have heard. Now, this is Jesus. Remember Jesus? In Matthew 5, this is actually what they call the Beatitudes. And so Jesus went up on the, um, the mountaintop, right? It says, in verse 1, it says, And seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him and then he started teaching the disciples, right? But there was also that multitude that was with him. And so in verse 43, it says, and this is, but ye have heard that it hath been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. And this is Jesus saying, you've heard this saying, but then he says, but I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. But then he gives a reason why. He says that you may be the children of your father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, 
even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Now, Jesus was talking about loving. He was talking about loving, forgiving, praying for, blessing. And he was talking about these things of people that were not doing things that were right towards us. He wasn't talking about, oh, just be nice to those who are nice and be kind to those who are kind and pray for those who pray for you. No, he was saying that people that are doing the complete opposite, these are the things that I want you to do to them. And so another scriptures that I want to bring up here is Proverbs 25. And we're going to go through 21 and 22 because you'll see this here. Proverbs 25, 21, it says, If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. The whole purpose for forgiving others, you're forgiving others because they need to be forgiven, but you're forgiving, you're making a choice to forgive others because you you and me, when we forgive others, it actually breaks. There's an emotional connection. There is, there's ties to what those people are doing to us. And so we need to sever that. We need to release ourselves from that. We need to not be connected to it. And so I want to give you this definition that the Lord gave me. And like I said, it was during a time that it was really rough. But this, I was praying and I was asking the Lord and I was crying. I was like, I was having a really rough time. I had somebody who wasn't being very nice to me. And I was, I was like, Lord, I am, I just, I don't know what to do. And at the point, at that time, and this was back in 2005, but at that time, I was really just starting to learn how to forgive because in the practical, I wanted to know what does it mean to forgive? Like, what does it look like? How does it feel? You know, you, we're always told that it's a choice. And so the Lord actually walked me through this process. Now, did I understand everything as I was going through the process? No, I did the process because the Holy Spirit took me through the process. But now that I went through the process and he showed me what to do and how to do it, and he used scriptures, I mean, he gave me scriptures on what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it because he it was it was at a time where it was practical. I was applying practical biblical scriptures and principles, applying them to my life and then walking it out. And so I just I get excited when I get to share this. And a little tidbit is that this uh, definition is actually um, been copyrighted. Like I sent it into the copyright office and they accepted it. So this is something that's kind of cool for me. But the Holy Spirit, he gave me this definition. And he said, to forgive means to be released from and to deal with the emotions associated with a particular memory or set of events. So let's talk about the practical aspects. First of all, you have to make a choice. You have to choose and to decide that when you are presented with a situation where somebody has done you wrong, 
done you wrong, the first thing you have to decide is what? To forgive, to pray, to bless, or to get mad, to hold grudges, get bitter, grumble, complain, gossip, spread. Even if they were the ones that were wrong and you were right, we still don't go around and talk about talk to other people about it. Uh, we have to decide. Like Jesus said in Matthew, he said, bless, pray, right? And so I want to take us again to 2 Corinthians 10, 5. And the reason for this is because as the Lord started dealing with me, when I was going through that process of like, well, how do I forgive Lord? And what does forgiving look like? You know, we're always told to do this and to do that, but there's practicals on how to walk things out. And so I'm giving you steps and I'm giving you examples and I'm giving you the applications, the practical applications today on what it means to forgive. And the reason why is because remember last week when the Lord was taking us through this whole thing about transition, about getting ready, that he's got great things coming for us. Well, a lot of the things that um, if we don't take care of now, like forgiving somebody, then that is going to, um, that's going to prevent us from getting God's best. In fact, let's just jump over to this scripture verse because... In Mark eleven twenty five through 26, I'm going through a lot of scriptures today, but I want you to see what, how important it is for what the Lord is saying. And actually, I'll just go to 22. It says, and Jesus answered saying unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, in these two scripture verses here, Jesus is talking about having faith, not doubting in your heart. But he's also talking about what you say. There is faith to move mountains. And, and when we speak, those things that we say, it's important. But there's also things that we believe in our heart that are going to come out from what we're going to, it's whatever's in our heart's going to come out, right? And so he's talking about the power of God, the faith of God, the moving the mountains of God, believing God for big things, right? That's what he's saying. But then in verse 25, he says, and when you stand praying, forgive. So all the great mighty moves of God, all those things that he wants to use us in. When we're praying, it says, forgive if ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. So all the mighty works, all the power of God. Like in the beginning, he said, have faith in God. So all these things he said, so when you're praying, he said, forgive. So that's what he, that's like the first thing he says. And when ye stand praying, forgive. 
if ye have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. See, all the power of God and all the things that are available to us, sin hinders the move of God in our life. Sin hinders the power of God. Sin hinders the the receiving from God in, in so many areas. And so this is why when I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, this person was being really mean. And, and I just like, I don't know what to do. And of course, you know, we get, there's times that you can get really upset and you can get angry and you can feel justified and you, and you feel like that, you know, what they've done is just too far that you just, you can't forgive or you can't, you can't do this or you can't do that. And it takes time. But see what the Holy Spirit was showing me when he was bringing me scripture verses and when he was talking with me, I had to take a step back and I had to go, you know, I'm responsible for the way I feel. I'm not responsible for what they did wrong to me, but I'm responsible for how I feel and how I respond and what's in my heart and the things that I hold on to. And so he said in verse 25, he says again, and when you stand praying, forgive. So I had to make a conscious choice. I had to make a conscious choice and I said, okay, Father, I choose to forgive. I said, but I don't feel like I forgave. I don't feel like I've forgiven them. Or I just, I don't feel that. Like, how do you, what does forgiving feel like? You know, because like I said, I was just starting the process of understanding forgiveness and, and like the, how you walk it out and what does it look like and things like that. And I was like, I didn't feel like anything. I felt complete opposite, but I had to make a choice that day. And I said, I choose to forgive. I still feel this way, Father, but I make a conscious choice to forgive. And so that was my first step. But then what he did was he walked me through and he gave me another scripture. And we're going to go to 2 Corinthians 10. And you'll get to see how this plays out. So if you've got, you've got to have your Bible taken notes yet. So let's actually go 2 Corinthians 10. I'm going to just go with um, um, verse 1. It says, Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who is pre pre present and based among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence, wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. So mind you, my flesh did not feel like it was forgiving. Like my flesh didn't want to forgive. I made a choice to say, okay, I forgive, but I wasn't at that place where I can say, yeah, I, I honestly forgave. Like I had to walk it out, but I can't, I had to keep saying, I choose to forgive. I choose to not hold this against that person. I choose 
I choose. And so this is Paul talking in verse three. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See, when somebody, when people do wrong to us, they are operating and they are under the influence of the enemy. So they are bound by the enemy. The demonic forces are using them against us. And so we have to understand that Yes, their flesh did that to us, but what drove them to do that to us? And Paul says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So this here, listen to what he says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So what the Holy Spirit was teaching me was he said, every single time that you have a negative thought about that person and what that person did, that you are to take that thought you are to capture that thought, which means you don't let it linger. You don't let it, you don't dwell on it. You don't think on it and you don't meditate it and chew on it and rehearse it and tell everybody else about it. No, what you do is you say, Father, I choose to forgive that person. Father, I know you know what that person did to me. You know that that was wrong. You know that that was evil, Lord. But Father, I choose to forgive them. I choose, Father, to release them. I choose, Father, to pray for them. And a lot of times what happens is, and it, well, it happens all the time, every time I've ever had to do it, is that when I start to pray for the person and I'm talking anybody and everybody. Any anytime somebody has done something wrong, that when and it's because the Lord, the Holy Spirit, took me through this process, which was so amazing. I'm so glad. Not that um, I'm glad that I went through it, but I'm glad for the the lessons of the Holy Spirit, and I'm grateful for His teaching. I'm so grateful to the Holy Spirit, and I'm so grateful to the Lord Jesus for showing me and giving me and, and actually walking me through it. And, and everybody learns dif a different way. But for me, actually walking it out and, and him giving me examples, it's so, it has embedded itself in me. Like I'm so, I, I understand what it looks like and what it feels like in the process of how to go through it. And so you, I know everybody has a chance to either be bitter and to either forgive or to, you know, keep that and to just hold on to it. And so as, as he was explaining to me that every time I had a, a thought, 
I would say, I choose to forgive. And then I would start to pray because he said, take every thought captive, right? And so every time that I had a negative thought, I had to replace it with the word of God. I had to, I replaced it with a prayer. Like in the beginning, remember we talked about blessing and not cursing, praying for those who use you. And so that's what I did. That's what the Holy Spirit, those are the scriptures that the Holy Spirit brought to my remembrance. And he was like, okay, you don't curse, you bless. And so I would take those thoughts and man, I'm telling you what, you can say, I forgive and you feel like, and you can say, Lord, I release them. I forgive them. And you can feel like you're doing it like a hundred times a day, because as soon as you, you say, I forgive, man, that thought's right back there. But this is the practical, what the Holy Spirit told me to do. He says, every thought, every thought. And this was during a really rough time. And so I felt like that's all I did was capture every thought. But as I was walking through it, and there'd be times that I would walk around and I would be crying. And I'd be like, Lord, that person is just being really mean. And, and I was like, that's not nice. And why would they do that to me? But then he would like capture that thought. And so I'd go, Father, I just thank you. Father, I choose to forgive them. Father, I thank you for your word. Father, I just ask that you bless them. I ask that you reveal yourself to them. Father, I ask that you that you just that you help them to see that what they're doing is wrong and that Father that they need to repent. And Father, I know that they're under the influence of the enemy and I would start praying for them. I would pray scriptures over them. I would pray for the salvation, for getting you know, taking themselves out of that enemy's hands, that they would become aware of that they're being used by the enemy, that, that I just, I mean, I asked the Lord to increase them and bless them and to reveal himself to them because nobody, nobody that calls themselves a Christian really wants evil to come on to somebody. Nobody that really honestly, truly loves the Lord Jesus would want evil to happen to another person. Do I want evil to, when people do evil, do I want judge, judgment and justice for the evil that happened? I, do I want correction? Absolutely. But nobody, there's just not a hatred for people. If you're truly saved, you don't hate people. You may hate what they're doing, but you don't hate people. And so what happens is, is when we hold on to that bitterness and that anger, we start to speak things out of that, out of that stuff that's inside of us. And we speak that stuff out and those emotions are all tangled up in the way, in, in our, those memories and those actions that those people did. And so our soul is so connected to that situation that stuff just spews out of our mouth. There's bitterness and, and unforgiveness and all that stuff. And so the Holy Spirit, he was like, that's not the way to do it. What you need to do is you need to capture every thought. That's the first thing. Like you have to choose to forgive and then you have to capture every thought. And then once you capture those thoughts, then the next step was to pray for them, to bless them, to ask the Lord to open up their eyes, to, to reveal himself to them so that they can see, you know, what they're doing is not right. And that you just, you just pray scriptures over them. And I'm telling you what, 
you know, a lot of sometimes, well, for all for all months, I guess it seemed like it. It just seemed like that's all I was doing was just pray, 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 pray. But I found that as I started capturing those thoughts right when they started coming in and I didn't let them linger, that it was easier to pray for that, pray for that over that situation. But then what happened is I started to love started to build up on the inside for what was going on in their heart and maybe what caused them to to want to to behave that way because in the beginning you just you're just mad because they did it like you don't know why they would do what they're doing like why would they do that you don't understand it you know people can be mean and they can do some really bad stuff but once you get into a place where you start using the scriptures and you actually pray for somebody then all of a sudden that prayer you're just right at that first in the initial you're just trying to like just get out of the anger that you feel but then all of a sudden as you continue to pray it starts to jump over into intercession and you don't even know some I didn't even realize when it started happening I just it was a gradual I'm just trying to hang on to the fact that I'm I just said I would forgive and I didn't feel like I wanted to forgive but next thing I know you know I'm still praying and then as time goes on all of a sudden I'm starting to intercede for them and I my heart is turned for them and not against them because you know our flesh wants to scream and yell and our flesh wants to call them names and our flesh wants to say hateful things and our flesh wants to hold on to anger and bitterness and say you did me wrong and what you did was not okay and those are okay things to say but you don't want to hold on to the bitterness you don't want to hold on to those emotions and you don't want to stay angry it says in your anger do not sin and sinning would be to hold on to it Sinning would be to not release it. That That's the sin part. And so the Holy Spirit was teaching me, these are the steps that you take. And as I started taking those steps, I started seeing a shift and a change in my heart and in my attitude and in the way I dealt with it. And then all of a sudden, I mean, next thing you know, that intercession for them, it's because you no longer feel connected to what they did you don't your emotions aren't connected to that situation and so let me read this again it says to forgive means to be released from and to deal with the emotions associated with a particular memory or set of events so what happened for me, and I, this didn't happen overnight. This went on for a long time, months and months and months. It was that situation. I had to deal with that situation for a, a period of time because I had to walk through it. And so I found that as I was praying and grabbing those thoughts and then inter and and allowing the word to work for me that it switched over into intercession and when the intercession started happening is when on the inside of me the anger and the bitterness and all that was released so now i don't remember how i felt when i went through what i had went through what i remember is the prayers that i prayed and so my soul is not connected to that situation that Thing that happened my 
my mind, my will, and my emotions, my, you know, I'm not, they're not connected. I remember the praying. I remember the, the work. It was work too. I mean, the tears and like, Lord, I forgive, but I don't feel like I forgive. And Lord, I don't know why. And, 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 and it really is painful. But yet, Lord, he, he healed me. He healed my heart. He healed what happened. And so that was how I got through that. And so this is why as the Lord was speaking and he was saying about getting ready and the transitions and things like that, does not matter what has gone on in your life. If you have an area that you need to forgive somebody, then you need to choose to forgive. You may not feel like it. You can repeat it a hundred times and still feel like you're still not forgiving that person. But to go through this process and actually walk it out and say, I choose to forgive. I choose because what the Lord wants to do is he wants to increase us and he wants to take us to the greater. And so that transition period, this is time to get ourselves right with the Lord, to repent of any area that we need to fix and change, to forgive anybody and everybody so that when we go forward, there's nothing that the enemy can come in and he can hold, he can snare himself and he can hook into us, our flesh, and he can keep us bound up and so that we won't do things to other people that we were just saying, Lord, look what they did to us. So there's nothing that's going to hold us back. So this is Carol saying, I love you. God loves you. As always, Jesus is Lord. And we'll talk next week. So bye-bye and God bless. Sure that you check the announcements. And also, if you have any praise reports or testimonies, send those in. Let's tell other people about the goodness of God and the great things that he's done for you. And also, make sure to tell your friends and family about Soul Win and also Living Fearlessly. Encourage them to subscribe, sign up so they can watch these wonderful shows. And also, don't forget to check out the other areas where I'm at on social media. So God bless and have a great day. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soul Win, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soul Win women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.